Fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Do I look like Mother Teresa? Something is trying to get inside my body. Yeah, and she's female and she's waiting for you in the cabana. And you want to sleep with me. Don't get bitter, just get better. Everyone else is simply early. Ladies, gentlemen, gender non-conforming, welcome back to another episode of In the Queen's Throne Room, the bitchiest podcast in this corner of the kingdom. I am your host, Timmy, and today we have a most special episode, a very special episode, because it has been one official year of the throne room, yes, 33 episodes later, we have made it. We have gone a full year with this podcast, and uh, I can't believe I did it. I can't believe it. It's just crazy. I never thought it would make it past a few episodes, much less a year, and 33 episodes now, and that's just insane to me, like, absolutely nuts, and I'm just, uh, I just want to celebrate that, like, um... Around when I started this about a year ago, I was kind of at the end of like, like, you know how like when the pandemic, excuse me, pandemic started, you tried to uh, figure out ways to kind of cope and deal with a, the sudden shift. And I was dealing with like a lot of stuff because um as I think I said on the first episode I dropped, which was kind of like a preview episode. It's like a 20-minute episode. If you ever listen to it, it kind of explains how this came about and what the show was about. And I basically, like, um, I lost my job at Disney in Florida because they um, let go all of the CPs. And because I wasn't living uh, in an apartment that wasn't owned by Disney, I had to come back home. And so I was dealing with all the 
repercussions of that and um kind of just like processing that and things like that so like um we all like tried different things to kind of get through it and so eventually one of the things I was doing a lot of was I was writing about uh my CP so I got to kind of the end of that and so I decided I kind of want to do something else um originally I was going to try to write about other stuff um things I didn't get to talk about as in detail um but long story short uh not not around the right people kind of realized the environment that I was in was not that great so I decided to try doing this because I had been uh guesting on podcasts for like a little bit at that point I think I had been on um Disney Tea with V like twice and I think I've been on dyslexic quite a few times at that point so I was like I think I can do this I think this is the time uh I'm not working I have a lot of free time I can maneuver things I can really start a podcast where I consistently do episodes of course I never really settled into the full rhythm I kind of um again I'm one person hosting a whole podcast so um I kind of go in and out like some months I do full months of things like I did Pride Month and Marvel Month and some months I just drop an episode because I'm like I'm like yes I I feel inspired because um podcasting is hard and being the person that is the producer, the host, the editor, the person trying to get um, designs done, um, trying to find the people, uh, figuring out the topics of episodes, the, uh, the formatting, things like that. It, it gets kind of tiring, and I'm also now working. So uh, that's th- just kind of how the show's gone. And um, I'm very glad and grateful about the response I've gotten. Um, I mean, I'm not like some really big hit show, but I, I think, um, it's been received in the way I expected it and t- in some ways better. Um, so I'm just really, um, really grateful. So anyways, um, it really kind of made the best of what was not a great time at that point. Um, I think that was definitely a point where I kind of was getting fatigued and things were starting to hit more harder than they were before, um, because there was definitely a period where I kind of was like got out of the funk, and then I was, that was when I was getting back into it. So, um, I thought with that in mind, and because of where I am now, and kind of needing like a refresh, because I feel like this pandemic again has just put us through the fucking ringer, and I think we constantly need to find moments where. It we remind ourselves of like what's good like everything like how life is um going and what's the good parts of it because it's not all bad there's always something so I thought I for this episode I would do kind of a top five list of things I'm thinking for from this past year like um I feel like this is also a mental health thing like I don't know if you got uh, I always talk about big mouth and the gratitude and things like that. Think, thinking about being grateful because it kind of centers you. Um, so we're going to do that and think positively and just kind of think about things that from this past year for me uh, really, really helped me through a lot um, as um, uh, I guess uh, this podcast did. Um, so let's go. This is um, this list is not in any particular order, but um, 
it's just something like kind of to reflect on the good times of the past year and um yeah yeah let's like yeah let's get into it um again I, I went I went with five so there are definitely things that are not going to be here um that I wish I could include so I'm sorry if like I didn't mention something that you kind of hoped I talked I would talk about but it's it's been an overwhelming crazy year so I did my best with what came to mind first so first um one thing I'm really grateful for from this past year are um tv shows especially visual ones again this list is like kind of jokey I guess because I I I feel like um I don't want to be like too too serious with this but I mean, like, because of this pandemic, I definitely kind of settled myself into actually watching TV again, and I feel like TV also changed. Um, I mean, we've always had, like, bingeable content, but now it's, like, really ramped up. Like, th- this is, like, like everything started coming out on thing on streaming services, and, like, movies started coming out on streaming services as well, which was experience like I never thought that I'd be seeing Wonder Woman 1984 in my living room for the first time or Soul or Luca or anything like that um but I just though the TV shows like that I watched like just kind of were such a nice distraction like I and it kind of got me into shows that like I really really love now like I got I um got to watch all of Shit's Creek and I've gone back and like watched my favorite episodes with that I watched all of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which was probably the biggest one I did because I think it's seven, eight seasons of that one. So that was crazy. Um, obviously Drag Race because they, they just don't stop. Um, so that was crazy. Uh, I had to list Tiger King because that was the one that kicked it off. Um, High School Musical, the musical, the series, Jen, the Phantoms, the Harley Quinn, adult animated series. There are so many that I'm forgetting. Uh, Team Wolf, I kind of had it playing in the background when I was in training for work. Um, and just like it's, it, it was just, um, oh my god, um, I'm forgetting all the Marvel shows because all the Marvel shows came out. Like we had WandaVision, the cultural reset that was WandaVision. Oh my god, Falcon in the Winter Soldier, Loki. Like, uh, it's just they made me so happy in like the simplest of ways. And sometimes you just need like kind of like that simple happiness and just to be occupied and feel excited for something some days, because some days like you feel like you have nothing to be excited about at all. And a lot of these shows kind of like just kept me going and kept me like interested and kind of had me, um, able to kind of like process media again. Um, I I feel like that's a weird way to say it, but just kind of, be able to, um, uh, wake up and, uh, kind of envelop myself in, um, what was going on, uh, in the world. I don't know. I, I'm, I think I'm kind of losing steam on this one, but yeah, so that, that's one thing I'm grateful for because it kept me distracted and it, um, kept me looking forward to something every week. So yeah, so that's one. Uh, the next one I said was, uh, books. Um, this some definitely also specifically goes to comic books, but I definitely did a lot of reading that I hadn't really done in a long time during this pandemic. Um, last summer I had a bunch of books and I just like, was like, I need to read all these. Um, I read, um, both 
books in Julie Andrews' autobiography, which is, like, life-changing. Um, I read... I decided to, like, try to, like, delve into some classic horror novels because I've never really read any. Like, I grew up on Goosebumps, like, kind of more kid horror. So I read The Picture of Dorian Gray, which um, is very much kind of like a towing the line in that aspect. But uh, uh, I loved reading that. And then finally, I thanks to um, going back to WandaVision, I was very inspired to be like, I kind of want to check out what's actually inspiring these movies because I, I feel so like such a fraud being such a big fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and um, slowly kind of giving into to the DC Universe that I I really want to kind of know more. And so I, like made, I, I remember I made a tweet and was like, uh, hey, um, I know a lot of you like really read comic books. Um, can you recommend me some? I'm really kind of curious. So I like just kind of fell like deep into it to the point where I apparently know a lot about comics, which is so funny because I literally just got into it, just started reading them. I haven't like reread or anything. Um, just I've read so very few, I feel. And uh, apparently like it's become like something very like a part of me and something like I really, really love to do. So like, I mean, I discovered, like, the Young Avengers, and if you know me, I love, love, love me seeing Avengers, Wiccan, Hulkling, America Chavez, Kate Bishop, like, the, that's, that's, oh, that's my babies. Um, I've read so many Harley Quinn-related ones, I've read the Harleen, I recently went, read um, this collection of um, the, Sui- the Suicide Squad, like, just kind of what um their kind of gig is in the comics which was so neat to read um especially like since that dates so far back into the dc comics history um i read loki agent of asgard which was a journey um and it just uh just reading it reading is so nice um i I feel like I kind of go in and out with it, but I I do enjoy reading books. Um, I'm not the fastest reader, but I like it. And I'm really glad that I've um, discovered comics and I'm literally sitting here staring at my Miles Morales Spider-Man comic uh, that I'm probably going to start reading tonight. So uh, happy for that. Just uh, it's just another thing that kind of like where I would wake up and have something to look forward to. And so I'm at least grateful for that. And it kind of got me excited for even like more things in the future because um, obviously we're getting more Marvel stuff. We're getting more DC stuff. We're getting TV shows, things like that. And these kind of got me in that mindset like, oh, what could come next? And like, just like being a bit more up in it. So I really love that. Um, My next one, I wrote uh, this bops upon bops upon bops. So this is just kind of uh, the... uh, what makes what I'm thankful for are all the wonderful albums that were released um, over this past year because there were so many and they were wonderful. I did do an episode on all the albums of 2020. So you're probably going to hear familiar names. I kind of just listed off like ones that came to mind. Um, Chromatica, obviously, even though that came out before I had a podcast, I was I still listen to it. Um, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo just iconic um plastic hearts by miley cyrus folklore by um 
Taylor Swift's, uh, love that. Uh, most recently, on um, Billie Eilish's new album, Happier Ever. Um, oh my god, ha- Oh my god, ha- why am I forgetting the name of this album? Oh my god, someone is going to kill me. Um, I believe it's Happier Than Before, but please don't. I'm I might be wrong. Um, oh my god, Happier Than Ever. Okay, okay. Oh my god, I like was about to like screw that up, but. That one's a good one. I even though I can't remember the name, that one's a good one. Um, uh, Positions by Ariana Grande. Just, I there are just moments where like you, you just need to lay down, and listen to music, and those all gave me something to kind of go back to and like just keep like refreshing and um, just um, being at peace with the world um, at certain moments and helping me sleep because I usually listen to music to help me sleep. So. I'm very grateful um, for those albums. Um, so up next, these next two definitely are going to be a bit more uh, sappy, I guess. So I might start crying. Um, <laughs> I usually don't cry on my podcast, but we'll see. Um, but this next one, definitely so, so grateful uh, for this community. Um, just, I, I feel so uplifted by them. So, um, I just be, because, uh, I I guess like to go about this, I've been a part of like the online community for, um, oh my God, I think since I was 12, so like 13 years. So I'm so used to like just bounce between communities. Like I've been in like the Twilight fan community and the Harry Potter fan community and Tumblr and the Disney community, the early Disney community, communities i've um dabbled in the marvel communities the film communities like i i feel like i've kind of been all over but i feel like the one that i finally feel i fit in the most and it's the most niche community i've been a part of but something has just clicked with this community and i've just found the best people like some of the the closest friends in that and that's the hhn online community this is I'm just so grateful for how this community has kind of kept going over this past year. How um, I constantly have, I'm able to talk about what's going on. I'm constantly able to be excited, to be sad, to do whatever with um, what's going on in the world. That This community has just like kind of risen up and um, really shown out for each other. And for this event, this tiny little event that we love so, so very much. Um, and so, like, I, I mean, we had two HHN homes. Like, that. that's just such a wild idea. And it was so fun. And I wouldn't have the friend, like, some of the re- closest friends that I've had today if it weren't for that um getting to like just talk people getting to be on like all those podcasts i've been on like um before i've been on like two other podcasts now i've been on um uh ggh scream queens and uh big heck and way which i all think were a byproduct of me talking um and just talking to people at during like these little hhn at home events and um who I've met, um, since, um, just, just such a, like, loving, welcoming group, and that, um, 
is not afraid to kick out some people who we realize were garbage and do not make the community safe and things like that. So I'm just, I'm so grateful because I genuinely do not think in some ways I would still be, do, I, I'd be doing something like this. Like, even though I, I this podcast is not an HHM podcast, it's, it's, it's just not, um, I do cover it quite a bit, but it's not, um, but the fact that people from there, like the, the common interests have just like intersected in so many ways. Uh, I feel it makes me feel people like are interested in what I have to say. And so that kind of makes me happy. And, um, just like getting to like, kind of enjoy like that culture more. And, um, again, being around so many like-minded, wonderful people that many of which have become my best friends, which I guess this kind of weaves itself into the last one, which is, I'm very, as I said before, grateful for this podcast, but very grateful for the many friendships is allowed to kind of blossom because with a place like, like Twitter or social media, like you kind of can't really get to know people on certain levels unless you're actually talking with them. And I feel this podcast really kind of allowed me to connect people who I haven't seen in a while or people who I'm just now meeting or people who I've known for a long time and we've never really gotten to talk in this way. And so it opened up so much. Like, I don't think I would be um, as close with um, quite a few of my guests if it weren't for this. Like, I don't think that I would have, like, the mentally ill coven or spooky Slytherins that this is the like the squad that um Jess K Aaron and I would have which I like I I I don't think we all would have I would have become so close with each and every one of them if it partly weren't for this and so I'm just so grateful I had that opportunity with them I again got to bring on people that um I've never met in person, but I've known for years. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, like, Leah on um, the Promising Young Woman episode. I've known her since I was in, like, high school. And we have never met in person, even though I think she was in Florida the same time that I was working there. But we just never came across each other. And it was so cool to, like, just spend three hours talking about a movie we both just connected with and it, and then getting to talk like a little bit after um uh Eugene is like another one uh Je- just his just his partner um he like I d- didn't know what to think since like he kind of um wasn't like me and Jess were like hit it off because of HHN and now he's like one of the sweetest most uplifting people and the stuff he says about me on his show and about me like all the time. I just like, uh, I just, I I can't handle these people. Um, uh, uh, Oh fuck. Um, (laughs) it's just, I'm so, so grateful for the fact that this little podcast where I just do whatever I want when I want, when it comes to topics has allowed me to, have so many incredible friendships with people that I would not have met otherwise if it 
really weren't for this pandemic in some ways. Um, or even just like let to let grow, uh, if it weren't for this. So like, it's kind of like one bright spot, I guess. And in that vein, um, I wanted to do this, like whether I, whatever way it, the, excuse me, um, whatever I decide to format for this episode, but I really want to list off all the guests that were on for what I'm going to call the first season of the throne room of in the queen's throne room. Um, because somehow I managed to have 29 total guests across 33 episodes, which is wild. Um, and like y'all are awesome and again thank you all for being a part of this it's amazing so thank you to my first guest ever which is my friend Courtney love you um then this was followed by Rodney Lawrence and Scott love you guys oh my god um my oh my god my my babies um then Damien, Monica, Victoria, who I think has guested the most times, um, Ivy, Brittany, Cassidy, Erin, love you, Sabrina, Cece, Parker, Jody, Jess of the Scream Queens. There were two Jesses, so Jess of the Scream Queens, and then Princess, Princess Jess five hundred eight from uh, uh, Dis- uh, Rediscovered, uh, Kay, Leah, Rachel, Bree. Jordan, Ashley, Eugene, Will, Daniel, Dakota, Shelby, and last but not certainly not least, Jesse. Um, just uh, I just wanted to thank all of you and name you all off because thank you for being a part of this and agreeing to doing this wild thing with me. Um, I really do appreciate it and thank you for your continued friendships and support. It it me it means so so much to me. Um, even if I wasn't able to do like kind of individual things about it, I'm kind of just spattering off right now. Um, you know, I love you all like so much love. Um, I also want to thank those who decided to invite me on their shows this past year. So I listed all of these. Um, I think I got all of them. So the scream Queens, um, dyslexic, which I apparently am now a cast member on. And also, um, the, designated converter which i i will do for you anytime scott you know you 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 know like it's it's no big deal it takes me like five minutes um big heck and wait adventures oh my god uh grim greeting host um i i that was that was wild getting pulled onto that one um jesse's silver scream silver screen scream show oh my god just you guys, thank you all for having me on your shows and wanting me back for most of you um, because I, I genuinely feel like I'm obnoxious and annoying and too controversial to really be on other people's podcasts. So thank you for keep bringing me back on. Uh, thank you to all my listeners who have supported me so much. I know a lot of you are kind of have been guests or just supportive friends who are just like uh, who would do anything, but... And then, like, there are a few of you who still listen to my show. Um, excuse me. Sorry, there was a hair. Um, who, um, like, haven't even been on the show. Like, we haven't really even talked on, like, social media or anything. But um, thank you guys who still listen. It means a lot. Um, 
it makes me think that people actually want to listen to me and I'm not obnoxious and annoying. Um, <laughs> just another thing. Um, I guess, like, as I've said before, all of this really goes to show, and even in a kind of crappy year, there's so much to be grateful for, so much to live for, and again, I'm going to continue to try to embrace all of that as we head into kind of another year of uncertainty. I mean, things are getting better in some ways, but things, some things are not going great. We have that Delta variant. Um, so who, who knows what's going on? Um, but like, hold on to those things that make you happy and live positively. Um, so I really hope you all kind of take this thought process for this episode and everything I talked about into going into the next year with, um, just the next year in general. And also in regards to this podcast with season two. So yeah. Um, I guess before I get into that, um, just like to kind of quickly plug things, um, to keep updates on what's happening next, because I guess that's the next big question is remember to follow, um, the in the queen's throne room, uh, Twitter that is at ITKTR podcast. It's in the queen's throne room, abbreviated podcast at ITKTR podcast. All updates will be on there. And then obviously follow me on all my social media anywhere. It's basically queen Timothy. I spelled K W E E N Timothy. I like the Roman numeral, except it's lowercase. So yeah. Um, but with that, um, season two of the throne room is going to start very soon. Um, I have a feeling it's probably going to start with an HHN instant reaction episode because we are in the final countdown for HHN season. And I'm so excited. I mean, I'm obviously going to be there opening weekend. So if you're going to be there, please say hi. I'd be so excited to see you, um, to see anybody, <laughs> um, probably since it's been a minute, um, Last time I was in Florida was for HHN Lay, um, the last weekend before Halloween, actually. Um, and so, um, I, I, that'll probably be the next one. Uh, I think the b- big surprise about the instant reaction is I might have a guest. Um, I'm thinking about it because, um, I'm kind of tired of talking to myself about it. So I'd like to have someone else who can give a bit more opinion. So we shall see. Um, definitely gonna be some spur of the moment stuff. Uh, I did just get AMC A list again, which if you don't know, that's basically where you can see three movies a week at a any AMC theater, and that's the closest theater to me now. Um, unfortunately, the one that I used to go to all the time, uh, got shut down because of the pandemic, and I'm still very sad. But um, I've been going to see a lot of movies lately. Um, so maybe if there's one that really kind of inspires the critic in me, uh, I might do an episode or if I just stumble upon like a movie from like the past year that I really enjoy, um, I might do that too. We, we shall see, obviously there's also the spooky season, um, that kicked off kind of the month long themes thing that I had going on for a little bit a year ago. So I'm doing it again. Uh, obviously there's going to be HHN stuff, probably like a big bunch of it more than last year. Um, and we're obviously going to cover horror movies. So I've definitely been, uh, thinking about it. Um, we had such a great lineup last year and I kind of want to differentiate from that this year. So 
Um, it'll be interesting. I'm going to try to see if I can get on some new guests for that one. So stay tuned. It's, it's, it's going to be a good time. I promise. Um, and check those DMs, uh, some of you, I'm sure. Um, again, so much coming. Um, oh my God, I forgot to thank, um, uh, for other people. I'm sorry. I'm kind of interrupting this, but I forgot to thank a lot of people who helped with, um, kind of logistical stuff, I guess. So, um, I want to thank, uh, for all the artwork for the throne room. Um, Rodney, Rodney is again, I, he was another guest. Um, is a great friend of mine who I don't think we would have become as close if it weren't for the, the podcast and getting to like, just talk about certain things we love and getting to talk about it, um, lay into the night and kind of vent to each other. And so, I'm very grateful for him for the fact that he made all these graphics, many of which he didn't even take a commission for, which is incredible. Um, so go follow him, check out all his art. It's fabulous. Um, and also with him, I also have the thing Hunter from GGH catacombs. Y- y- you know, the Hunter Humbrello 77. Um, he, uh, after I like whined a million times on the timeline, I'm like, I really need an, an intro because I'm kind of, I need something to kind of open my, um, my show because everyone else has an intro and I'm having issues. I was like literally about to break my laptop because I was getting so frustrated with trying to put together an intro for my show. And he stepped in, he, he's like, Hey, if you can send me this, this and this, give me an idea of what you want. I can try to put together to and he put together this most fabulous intro that I just like love playing because it just makes me happy. It feels very me. It feels very the show. So thank you so much, Hunter, for doing that out of the kindness of your heart. I hope I get to see you at HHN um, because I know we both will both be there. Um, so yeah, so thank you to them. But back to what we we're talking about. Again, lots coming for this year. It's going to be very exciting. I'm very excited to keep this going, keep this endeavor going and seeing what becomes of it. And I hope you all stick around for all of that because it is going to be another loyal royal year. Uh, I, I hope I, I hope that sounded, uh, what, what's like the, uh, decipherable legible. I don't know. Um, but, um, if we're going to make it a great one, we're going to be grateful. We're going to be positive and the throne room, is open for an indefinite amount of time. So get ready. I I will be happy to welcome you back. Renovations, changes, seasonal changes. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And as always, um, continue to be the kings, queens, and non-binary monarchs in your life. And I'll see you back in the throne room for season two. Yes. Bye-bye.